Listen up, Morty. It's your boy Rick Sanchez here, and I'm excited to introduce you to the latest episode of the Drift Sessions Clipping Point Podcast. This episode is going to be one for the books. It's live call. As we dive deep into the live call. interdimensional drift and explore the limits of what is possible in the multiverse. So grab your portal gun and flask and make a seat juice. Let's get ready to push the clipping port to the absolute limit. Yeah, there we go. Now we're getting sponsored by Chat JPT. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, so Clippy Point, we're live, and we are at the NMRA event at OSW in Orlando, and we have two very special guests. First, Austin, the Sideways Sheriff, and your buddy Tim Wallace. Yes, sir. So I guess, and of course, we have Mr. Captain Ben steering the ship. Ahoy. Ahoy there, sir. So. We had a great day of drifting so far, but first, I want you guys to introduce yourself. Austin, you go first. Uh, sure. So, Austin Bates, I drive the cop car, Sideways Sheriff. It's pretty easy to spot because it's a cop car. Um, I guess I've been drifting for, God, I don't know, going on five years now? That's uh, not too long. That's yeah, not, yeah. yeah, I'm fairly new, so... Your turn. All right. So, <laughs> the brief summary. That's all, that's all we need. Drive the cop car. Yeah, yeah drive the cop car. Well, so... But uh, so does he. Oh, see, he's deputy. Oh, oh. <laughs> deputy right. drift. All right, deputy all right. Tim. <laughs> all right, so Tim Wallace uh, owned the best damn shop around Gainesville, Ooh. Georgia. I typically pilot the C five Corvette, but Austin here, gracious enough to let me borrow his. No, old see, he got rid of his Ford, and then he it, couldn't well, do these well, events. It was stolen. Uh, it, it was stolen. Wait, uh, what? Uh, Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, so Mustang got stolen and bought a Corvette, and I can't do Mustang events anymore with a Corvette. I mean, no yeah. matter I, how, how hard I try to convince him it identifies as a Corvette, but uh, <laughs> or as a Mustang. <laughs> All right, way to keep it times. <laughs> so, yeah, I drive his uh, New Edge with a pushrod 5 liter, and we just jam. Austin and I have made... All day. We have made All hundreds day. of laps together. It's been insane. Cars. You guys have been going lap after lap oh, yeah. after lap. The last three years at the Holly Ford Fest and this and our local track, Lanier Raceplex. I mean, we just jam. We got a couple buddies. We call ourselves the Last Minute Motorsports guys. Oh, okay. And uh, we just, we're just kind of like a little local crew that make bad decisions and financial <laughs> mistakes together. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what and it now, is. Now, Tim, you were today, I don't know if this is normal for you guys, but for at least for me, and this is my first time meeting you and finding out that. Your girlfriend, fiance, yeah. or girlfriend, Russian? Okay, I'm not Russian. I'm sorry. Sensitive subject. Don't you know? But I will tell you though. I will tell you. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty cool. You know, you guys were tandeming, but yeah. your, your girl Amber was out with you today oh, driving. Yeah. She stole your car. That's correct. And then you stole Austin's car. That's how it goes. Pretty yeah. much. And then we, we, we all drive car. together. You stole I mean, the car. How many people can say that? Not many people. And drove it like you stole it. Yeah. Exactly. And you chased another cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like you can't even say that. <laughs> so Austin and I, we actually met. Um, on the set of Getaway Driver, um, that was a series on the Discovery Channel. Yep. And it was me, you, and Joel from Drift HQ. Joel, yep. And this was in a this was something that well, I got last minute call. I know you got called on to be there, and it was just like we had no well, idea what we were going into. Mine was pretty last minute too, because uh, I think I knew two weeks in advance because I needed to ask off work, and it was oh, so close. Okay. So I was um I was a last minute thing, and it was a it was a maybe. I didn't even know if I was going to be on the show. Right. You know, right. They, they asked me to come down and be like, you know, just in case we need you. As an extra. And it was kind of a, a tough decision to be like, do I spend all this money, take off work, drive to uh, Augusta, mm -hmm. and not even do it? Yes. But on the flip side, it was, if I don't go, I won't be in it. Right. So I went. Yeah. No, me too. Same thing. 
you know, made the trek up there. So that's how we met and kept in contact. And I think one of my best memories of that weekend was keeping your mom up to date with what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So your, your mom found on Facebook, or I I think she was like in charge. She in charge of your social media, kind of? Um, I don't she's a PR know. lady. Yeah, like a PR lady. Because I was like, I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, well, this is Austin's mom. I'm like, hey, mom. And so I'm she, like, oh, this is what's yeah. going on. Yeah, she she does uh, do that sometimes. And I remember I remember us talking in there, and I said something. And then you're like, you had your phone. Yeah. So you were able to get in touch with her, which she really appreciated. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a parent. Yeah. I know how it is. Yep. Yeah, because we, we were supposed to be real secret, and, you know, they didn't want us to do anything or see anybody, so. Well, you know, um, Alec Honnadale was there. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're, he got sent home. I Yeah, him and I think there was someone else there, too. I can't remember, but I, I remember seeing, I saw Alec's uh, truck in the parking lot. Yeah. When I pulled in. Yeah. So, you know how he, why he got kicked out? <laughs> so, apparently, there was, he was out in his, in his hotel room. And there was like a bird caught in like this plastic or something, or it was a cat or something. And he was watching out his window, and he's like, I, I, I can't, you know, he goes, I love animals. So he's out there. He was out there for like three or four hours trying to catch this this animal to try to get it set free. And he finally did. He got it. He had to go to the store. I don't know. Did some stuff. And he got it set free. And then they found out. Somebody ratted him out, said he was outside. So really? they sent him home. Meanwhile. Because we were supposed to be quarantined. I remember it was uh, like four days or something, or three days. It was insane, yeah. We had to be quarantined in, in a hotel room, and they brought it like a case of water. It was like, here you go. Here you go. Here's a case of water and $20. <laughs> yeah, and order, order in. Yeah, order in. Yeah, that kind of sucked. Now, meanwhile, when I was on my way up there, I had cracked my radiator on the way up there, pull, pulling out of my friend's shop. So I told him, I was like, listen, I got to work in my car. I walked all freaking around that place. I was downtown, eating downtown. I was eating the Mexican place. I was fixing my car. I, the the Mexican, I walked to the Mexican place. Yeah, and yeah. I, it's right, right behind yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't stay in there. And I mean, that first thing I did, I had to do tires. My my battery was dead in the truck and in the car because the alternator went bad on the truck. Mm-hmm. My wheel hub, go driving to there, I lost my wheel hub mm-hmm. and had to fix the truck on the side of the road. It was a terrible, yeah, terrible drive there. Yeah, yeah. And in the event, I mean, would you do it again? I would do it again, yep. but I would do a different car. I would be more prepared to just trash the car. I was yeah, not prepared. Exactly. I, I was like, I don't like fixing my car. Yeah, and I was going to take the car that he drives because that's my cheap car, cheap parts. It was like not the thing I spent money on. Mm-hmm. And then um, the harmonic balancer went out, which I didn't know. It was just like as soon as I started it, it was just vibrating real bad. And I was like... I'm afraid to take this and then it die mm-hmm. and I get caught, you know, that way. I didn't want to do that. So I took right. my other car, which I had just bought from someone he knew, funny mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. He sent me he sent me the the guy who had this Mustang, but I took it, spent a lot of money on it, and then wrecked. Or I didn't wreck. They wrecked into right. me. Yeah, yeah. Which I know. is the reason I didn't go. They they called me too. Yeah. They wanted me to go. And I was talking with them, I was like, Yeah, yeah. And at the time my car wasn't caged. They're like, Oh, we'll pay to put a cage in it. They had to put like, one they put put mine in. And I was like, Okay, like what's the you know, and, and they're like, I said, what, are, what, are, you know, like if the guys wreck me, like what's the thing? Like, oh, you're you're just you're liable for it, yeah. And at the time, I had just bought my Corvette. I'm like, I'm not gonna tear my brand new, some of those cars brand got, new to me car. Some up. of those cars got jacked up, yeah. And I'm like, mm, I'll pass. And, yeah, whew, yeah, yeah. Don't don't have the money of the Tesla guy. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it didn't matter. That guy yeah, bought a Tesla just to do the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's hey, maybe one day. But that's how we met. 
and it was good memory, right? It's something that I'll never forget. I know, I know exactly. Ever, ever forget. But Tim, what about you? Where did, when did you get your start in drifting? Uh, so my financial mistake journey started in <laughs> 2006. Oh, you're yeah, back like that's around when I yeah. started. Yeah, yeah. So uh, some friends of mine and I, we were at Best Buy back when that was a popular place to go. Best okay. Buy. And found some DVDs of uh, Initial D. And it, it, was, there. it was all downhill from there. Yeah. I bought my first. I graduated high school that spring, whatever, whatever day it was. The following week, there was a drift event at Turner Field. That was a big thing in our okay. area, in, in the North Georgia area. And I'm like, man, I really want to try this. My buddy had just bought an S13 coupe, uh, and you know, I ended up I conned him out of it, and <laughs> I bought the car on a Wednesday and drove it down there on the Saturday, bone stock, and went to my so, first event. So, how much did you buy the car for? Twelve hundred dollars. Running, driving, clean title, slick top, eighty nine. Good doing that now. No, no. The way things are insane yeah. right now. Yeah. Everything's insane. Yeah. So yeah, it was did that and played around in the local grassroots area for a little while, then ventured off and did some SWD pro am mm-hmm. stuff for a couple years. Couldn't afford to run I didn't with know it. You did pro am. Yeah, I ran with the the, the Brian Phillips and Streetwide Drift. Yeah, Brian for Phillips, a, yeah. a couple two seasons. I did. They had them up at um, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, yeah, it was at Z-Max. They had some Metro Atlanta Expo Center. Uh, is that the, right called? next to Z-Max. Remember okay, it was Z-Max. that's what it's called now. I think it was called Charlotte Motor Speedway back when Lakes when I did right, it. Right, I think you're right. And then they did um, they did PB, uh, Palm Beach International, yep. Air, um, International Airport, International Raceway. Yeah, we did that one, and I was like, oh, VIR? Is, did you do VIR? No, I didn't. I missed I that one. fast. Well, so the thing was, is like I was... I don't know. I guess I was nineteen twenty, and I had a stock SR, which mm-hmm. in our little community was that was you know it's about average yeah, average baller, power. Baller. Yeah. And then you go up there, and these people had like stock LS ones and three hundred and fifty wheel horse SRs. I'm like, I can't. I wasn't skilled enough to keep up with those guys. Although an SR turns a pretty penny nowadays. Have you seen what the Dude, prices are for them? You're not kidding. Insane. Yeah, I bought Everything my now. I bought my first yeah. SR swap. I went over to the dude's house and listened to it run. Drove it down the street and back, and helped him pull it out. I think I paid sixteen hundred dollars. Motor transmission, inter- Grady intercooler, insane, right? You know, FM, uh, everything, yeah. SFC, the whole deal. Yeah. Like sixteen hundred. A friend bucks. of mine, he he picked up a um, an RB twenty, which is a solid little motor, a little inline six, whole front clip for like twelve hundred dollars back then. Oh, yeah. Insane and trans transplanted. So. You did the Pro Am series. Uh, like, what's your plans now? You have any plans to get back into serious competition or what? No, I, I, the the grassroots jam stuff is just so much more fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I help uh, Ben Hobson. You know, okay. he's on the yeah, yeah, prospect. Yeah, yeah I, I'm his spotter. Oh, okay, so I get to get my little like competition so we, fix with him. Did you spot for him at Clutch Kickers? No, I just I I just started helping him last, last season. season. Oh, okay. So I spotted for him all four rounds last year, and then we did one round of clutch kickers at Freedom Factory, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna do a couple fifty k's this year, and okay, do some of that stuff. So I kind of get my competition fix and use his checkbook. Makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so you, get, you get catch my drift. That's in your guys' area, right? Right. Yeah. So See, that, that one's doing a 50K. The first one is Lanier, which is very close. That's like a home yeah, track. it's like 15 minutes from my shop. So I'm, I've got two or three buddies who want to run that, and I'm like, I'll go help you guys, and then we'll go do our you know, bi-weekly jam sessions. Yeah, yeah. Him and I and a couple buddies did Drift Week, and like, I just like this, the fun stuff like jam this stuff is so much more is fun. So much, so much more fun. So that brings up another point, and this is something, I don't know if you watch our show or not, but we ask a lot of the drivers where they see drifting going. Um, and some of the responses we get are exhibition-style competitions, like 
um, not like Hutch Hickers, but more like LZ Invitational. Yeah. Right. Or you know, even Catch My Drift is a series, but not really so much. But then you have this, the um, the I guess this the competition Clutch in- Invitational, sponsored right. by Nitto, is is what it's called today. But where do you see drifting going? Where do you think drifting needs to go in order to be, um, th- like in the limelight? So I think, uh, I think competition is always going to be what people go to to win to watch it's fun um and i think like cmd's 50k event uh they have a 50k event up north somewhere Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that's gonna that's where people are gonna go to because it's low entry cost and they can win money more so than formula drift formula drift is just so hard to get into people are going to do these grassroots Mm -hmm. that have money right these money events is what we call them yeah so i think i think that's the best way for people to do it if they wanted to grow you know they got to have money events oh yeah hopefully though stuff like this these fun events invitational kind of yes yeah. this isn't really competition it's more exhibition yeah, yeah. i think there's always going to be both i mean there's going to be the people like i'm not a super competitive person person right. by nature like mm-hmm. i don't like my girlfriend she gets crazy when we play checkers right like, <laughs> like I, I don't even yeah she's like, you know, like you know, okay you know, i'm i'm just like to have fun and then there are the competitive people so like i think there'll always be both they're always going to be the you know the money series and the thing's going to draw those people right and then the people like me that just want to come to these invitationals and have fun and drive with people from across the country must be a name thing because i i'm like like 100 on track with what you're saying yeah, yeah. like yeah. Th- this is so much like we do ford fest every year and you know nick runs it and like it's just so we make countless laps on used tires left over from our other cars mm-hmm. and stuff and like it's just it's so much more fun i think for drifting to succeed in the long run, it needs to be affordable and it needs to be obtainable. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to have these cars, these, you know, let's like, say, for instance, today, like Ford stuff, like your new edges and your 197s that you can buy sub $10,000, buy an off-the-shelf angle kit, run a budget tire, and still go out and have a lot of fun and jam with cars that are comparable. Mm-hmm. And as long as that's obtainable and you could still street that car and you could still, you know, insure it and not worry about riding it off on a wall. Right, right. You know, like, as long as that's still a thing, and we're very fortunate. Like We talked about the uh, tracking our air linear race plex. I mean, they have bi-weekly drift events. Like, yeah, it's like OSW, same thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, not only just the – it's just a big – it used to be a circle track that they they, right. they uh, paved in, mm-hmm. right? But it's never the same track, or it used to not be now. No, yeah, they're, they're changing it. They're changing it yeah. up. But Kevin and Octane's changing it up a little bit. But okay. when I track motorsports had it, it was never the same track. Yeah, so was, when I started yeah. drifting, um, we did one track, then it was different, then it was different. So I was able to hit every kind of turn, bank turns, hairpin turns, sweepers, everything. And I just learned really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So now if I go to a road course or any other course no turns an issue it was easy to learn right you know? and it was, it was good mm. instead of like if you go to mid pond you've got a set turn right you know yeah. you can't change it right and you're going right. to get very good at that right but then you go somewhere else with a bank you've never done it before yeah so that was a big thing about clutch kickers a lot of people either it was like you either love the bank or you hated the bank yeah, if you got right. power you like the bank yeah well i you know the thing is is it, so growing up down here or, or learning how to drift down here and doing the events um, coming to OSW for years. I mean, I started back around probably 2008-ish and coming at events. And we, you realize it, it just comes down to the driver, really, because, um, you know, Jeremy Lowe competed at FD, and he's a, he driving here a long time. He would come out here in an open diff, almost bone stock me out and ride the wall, yeah. right? So it's doable right now. Would it be competitive? No, it would right. be competitive, but it is doable. But absolutely, that bank 
is a power separator. It's not the equalizer yeah. that Ambrokos Dragway was. So it's interesting how the Clutch Kicker series, unfortunately, not they're not going to be run this year. Maybe next year. But we have events like um, uh, Joe Gorseski. He's running the Catch My yep. Drift. He's right. filling in that gap for you guys, and I think that's great. And, of course, we have the U.S. Drift Circuit, which is also doing events down here, the licensing series, which is still great events. I don't know if you've been to Sebring. Mm. Sebring is probably one of my favorite tracks. It's, okay. it's a pretty fast track. There's two different sections, so you're, you're literally like, and they're, they're like half a mile apart. But it's huge, so you can go from one track to the other track. Watch some of the videos. Yeah. Really fun, fun, okay. fun event. If you get a chance to go down and check out the U.S. Drift Circuit at Sebring, by far one of my favorite tracks I've ever done. Um, but anyways, ne next thing I want to ask is, how did you guys meet? It had to be a Lanier. Yeah, so if I were to guess, no, so I, I had, I had, I would think the first Mustang in our little community that actually did well. So you're saying yeah. Austin was your fanboy? No, 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 he <laughs> no, just no, saw. No, so he he had an angle kit that that he built, you and I to. think that's yeah. when I I met him right. was because I was like, hey, build me one, right? You know, I I I drifted with my stock Mustang, mm -hmm. and I bought the Mustang. I welded the differential, put a racing seat in it, and went out. So mm -hmm. stock angle, I learned how to drift, and then he had the other Mustang there, which was same chassis, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like someone said or whatever happened i knew he had an angle kit and he built it so then i went and talked yeah. to him because at the time there was only one company making them and it was like and, and now it was a great company don't get me wrong but there was like a six month backlog on them right and i was like i want to drift now well, that, that's and the unfortunately they put too much information online they're like oh we extend the, the controllers oh. this much and we cut the knuckles this much i'm like right. well i'm a certified welder so you just took it off there i just took I mean, it they, yeah they tell that's me exactly funny. so that's the thing though but you came from the time like back when i it's like you, if you didn't have a popular enough car, which was the S13s and S14s, right. um, you had to, you make, had to make your own thing. Yeah. So I had, a, I had an E30 back then. And before WiseFab came out, it was cutting the knuckle, cutting, right. you know what I'm saying, cutting it and making your own um, angle kit. And you had to do it because you couldn't be competitive with an, with an right. S13 see, or S240. Uh, it's good because it's all stock parts, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I found way, like yeah. a good combination of inner and outer tie rods that work really well, off-the-shelf stuff, stock ball joints. Right. And so that if we have an issue, if we bump or something, then, you know, we just run up to AutoZone and yeah. grab them. Every where, part on that car, AutoZone, except for, like, coilovers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So know? we made it where it's, like, serviceability. You know, no, no, has no hymen joints, no AN lines. Like, it's all stuff that we can just go get yeah. and get back on track. Just seat yeah. time cars. Yeah. yeah. Our light's coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's how we met, though. Yeah. Turn the headlights off. Can you turn the, the, the running lights on? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, actually, that's good. I think it's a little better. Get my good side there. Get my good side. Okay, so so you were drifting, and then you saw him drifting Mustang. You had drifting, so it was just like, hey man, what are you doing? Yeah, and, and I don't know when we started drifting together because I track, I track was at Lanier at that time, and they started at like I think they only had three D three D two D one D three was novice, and then intermediate, yeah, novice, yeah intermediate, and then expert or advanced, yeah. yeah, whichever one it was. So you start D three, and then you move up, and I remember moving up. I think within two or three events going up to um, where I could start tandem, mm -hmm. you know, and then at some point we started running together. Yeah. Well, we had the same, you know, basically similar horsepower within 20. We had similar eBay coilovers. We had the same angle <laughs> yeah. kit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was watching him drive. I was like, well, he's getting, he's getting really good. And he drives 
in the, everyone got their own style, right? Right, right. And his style is very similar to mine. Okay. So they start jamming together, and it's just it started mirroring. Well, you can see it too when you guys are, are right. going around. Yeah. Your car, the newer car, seems a little faster. It's, yeah, it's very, so very fast. Yeah, little, but, little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> faster. Supercharged so, three valve. But when you're yeah. chasing him, you guys have a it's nice flow, nice even flow, and nice smooth transitions. You guys right. are tra- like you're in sync. Yeah. So yeah. you can see that you guys have been driving it, for a while. Yeah, it, it is. It is kind of funny. Um, I'll go back through photos and videos. And I can't remember which run it was because it looks the same every, <laughs> every time we run. do it. That's a good thing, though. It is good. Yeah. It's very consistent. consistent. We're in the same part of the track, and we're say we're close. You know, it's yeah. Just there was one year at Ford Fest where he was in the car I'm driving now, mm-hmm. and I was in my girlfriend's now car, and every lap we were leaving donuts in the exact same spot. Like we'd yeah. go. Okay. And then we swap and go. So, like, both of our doors were just marked front to rear. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And just every lap, it was just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where Nick was like, y'all are the only ones out here. Just, like, just start yeah, going. Yeah, our cars were the only ones that – I think that was the time where um, I stripped my – my stud and I couldn't change my tire okay. so I just kept going the rest I mean the rest of the day was just on the same set of tires and the cars yeah. do so good they didn't overheat I didn't go through tires and we just mm. I mean we were just going we the were just stars doing, aligned yeah, exactly. and everything worked out yeah it's good okay so what about you I mean, you do competitions you, you're, I you're, like I'm, I'm competitive so what's, I like what are your plans um, so I signed up for uh, the 50k down here the CMD 50k okay. so we're gonna see how that goes but you know You've got Ben Hobson and, and like, uh, I think uh, Nick's. And me spotting for him. You're, so you're going to spot him? <laughs> See, that's messed up. Oh, that's a conflict of interest. So, um, but I'm going to do a little bit of competitions and then always stuff like this. I like um, events that have spectators, especially when we can do ride-alongs. Oh, that's the Honestly, best. If, if I had to choose one event to do, it would be ride-along events. Okay. Something where people come in and and... You know, pay a little bit of money. It helps us out. Uh, we, we usually charge like 20 bucks to do ride-alongs, depending on the track. If it's a real small track, it's not, yeah. you know, worth it. But but if we do ride-alongs and we give people their first time riding, you know, that it's, would be my go-to. That is oh, yeah. cool. That yeah. is cool. So give I'm going to do events like this, uh, Ford Fest, uh, the CMD 50K. Does Fuel Fest come around your area? Uh, not not Fuel Fest, I don't think. Well, I will tell you because we just did Fuel Fest. Well, we went to Fuel Fest last last week. In West Palm? 15,000 spectators. Yeah. Wow. 15,000 spectators. They had a line of oh, like 200 people for the ride-along line. So, wow. so Insane. That's that's like a two-hour south, right, from here? Three hours. Well, yeah, two hours. Two hours south. That's, Gosh, two hours see, south. that's, yeah. that's yeah, a so nine-hour drive. Yeah, no, so no, and that's a lot, but I'm just saying We did one event. insane. Uh, one of the, like co-events during the drift week deal was they had an lz invitational thing yeah at english town mm-hmm. and there was people that got in my car that first off had never ridden had never see, even seen it in person right but they had been like you said been standing in line for like two hours right and were tickled to death to just ride with us and, on so the, they were the trying contract. to ride with they were trying to ride with adam lz course, right yeah. yeah yeah so adam lz has a huge line and we have it we've done it multiple times now that we have a system which is good my family comes in and basically we set up a booth and we have tickets and they pay for a ticket the ticket goes to the driver right then the driver exchanges that for uh, money afterwards and then we have um my wife and another buddy was uh strapping people in so when they were waiting in line we were knocking out 10 more people before they would do Which I still don't agree with. Somehow I got all the 
big fellas and he got all the slender ladies. <laughs> I still don't know exactly how that uh, panned out. But. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's okay with that. <laughs> yeah, that that was funny. Yeah, I'm over here like maxing all, the seatbelts, uh, getting yeah, around them. Stretching it out, guys like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. See how the side yeah. one. <laughs> then I had all the short, short girls and everything. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. I didn't notice that, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You're just mentioning it. You didn't have you didn't have the GoPro on the dash face. Yeah, no, he actually all. he never even looked over. Cause yeah, just, no, I, had, yeah. See, I had the 360 camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so so you do plan to do competitive events? You're doing this, the Look, catch I my wanna, drift. Do you ever plan on trying to make the step to go pro? I would like to do pro am. I would like to do it once, right? And I and I want to do pro am and like win a license. You know, do it do it the proper right. channel way and and at least try it just once. I have always heard negative things about it. You know, it's it's so expensive to it run. Is. People get burnout on it. Takes it. the fun yeah. out of it. It for takes you. the fun. I did out one of season it. of SWD, and I didn't even do the full season. I'm like, that's yeah. But I, good. but I would like to do it once. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, even knowing that, I want to try the competitive scene. What I'll tell you though, at least with the SWD, and maybe correct me if if you or agree with me, where you think I'm right or wrong, is what SW did for me. Even though I didn't do a full season, it made me. It forced me. To learn the line fast. Oh yeah, and I think you one of the wisest. Quickly. Yeah, one of the wisest things that I think I heard from um, one of our interviews when it comes to com- competition was um, Officer Dan uh, Brockett. Mm-hmm. He said, "You got you know when it comes to pro, you got to be at the level where you link the course on the first run. On the second course, you're getting a feel. He goes by the third run." You got to be on in the, the clipping points, yeah. so and that forces you, and that's what it was. SWD, Absolutely. you got really not much practice, and you're you're forced to, especially yeah. when it ran alongside Formula the Drift. Right, it was insane. You got two laps of practice, and that was it. And then yeah, you're, then you're Every, you know they had people like breaking on track and wait for him to pull it off. Oh, like, yeah. so two laps and like, okay, you ready to go qualify? Like what? What? I, yeah, it's like, are you curious? Can you, yeah. <laughs> the so. problem I see with with competitions like that um, is. Is there's a money advantage, right? And if you don't have the money or sponsors to put all this stuff in your car, it hurts you, especially if there oh, is a long straight. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, before you start drifting, you, you got a drag race. And I saw that at uh, the Freedom Factory, uh, like, Connor Sully has such a fast car yeah, off the line. Ripped up, yeah. It's, if you can't. You can't be there with them. You got to time your roll. That's that's that. Yeah. That comes down to right. um, strategy, right? Yeah. And timing your roll. And like it gets so stressful because everyone gets so like, oh, I gotta win, I gotta win, right? You yeah. know, there, there's 60 people there, and there's only one winner. Yep. Yeah. In our local, we've talked about the iTrack guys. Like they, I'm not a competitive person. I said that, right? But they had an a ser- or they have a series called Excite, and it's basically he's not competitive. But how many times did you win it? <laughs> I won. I won the championship two <laughs> yeah. years in a row. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> two see, years see, in a row. Yeah. But but they have a thing where it's like. Stock stock motor, no power adders. Okay. Two thirty five tire limit, and really? then they have an unlimited class, and that's so much fun because if you win, you win two hundred dollars. Like, but everyone's just like they're still. And f- where was this at? It's it, they run them. They did what? Uh, uh, little we, Talladega in Talladega, Alabama. Yep. Lanier. Uh, they they did. did um, um, what's the one in Carolina? Cordell, uh, Carolina Motorsports Park. Carolina Motorsports Park. So, so it's kind of like a training series. That, so that's interesting. Like, it's almost like a not spec, but kind of like spec class, yeah, right? You two thirty five. Yeah. Two thirty five limit, three hundred treadwear minimum. Yeah. Uh, no power adders. Except, well, there were some guys running nitrous, which was a gray area in the yeah. first couple of years, but not, no blowers. Yeah, but they had like 100 horsepower cars. They were. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, like an 86 with a spray. Yeah, it yeah. was not yeah. really powerful. So they were. They were <laughs> they, it, was, it was so much fun because, like, at the end of the day, the most fun was popping the champagne. Yeah. And it was all your buddies, and you right. drink more afterwards. And, 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 like, there was nothing really on the line. Yeah. So the competition really, I think, 
it helped everyone in a fact like it gave you that competition experience without yeah. all the stress mm-hmm. and all the investment i mean the first year i was running on just like whatever used tire store stuff mm-hmm. the next year i got a little more serious but like i was still i think that was one of my that was my first competition because you won the championship the same year i did yeah the second year which now it's not when you win the championship or two different classes obviously right. yeah the, uh you get the next year free Oh wow! So yeah, that, it's that a was lot the really more. That's a good bonus. Yeah, it's a lot more than the cash you got. You you spend two thousand dollars a year on events, and then now you don't have to do that. You That's get, cool. You get so, a code. Yeah, it was kind of like a kind of like the Texas Street Legal esque thing. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was so much fun because there wasn't like wasn't any real money on the line. Right, right, right. So right. that was fun. But like you start putting fifteen k, twenty k, people get nutty. Yeah. Even when I did at Streetwise Drift, like I remember the last comp I did. I hit um, I hit one of the clipping points. I had these. I don't know why they did this. It was so stupid. They had a four by four base for the clipping point, right? <laughs> so I rolled over the tire and I broke a coolover. And I was like, oh crap, man! I went around. I was like, hey, does anybody have a coolover? I was like, nope, none here. Nope. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, gonna help you. I'm like, wow, what? Like I can I can literally see another set in your. You trailer. got one right there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no. I'm, I'm see, that's funny because everywhere I've been. We've always helped each other, and if you, anybody needed parts, but see, I haven't been to a like real money pro am no, anything yeah, I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, most people help, but this is it's a whole other thing. And now it's getting competition, and they must have saw you as a threat, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you know, let me ask you guys something, and you guys can take turns answering this. Um, and maybe this hasn't been something you've gone through, but what would you say is been um, the toughest moment? in your drifting career, I guess you could call so far, and how were you able to overcome that? Like, was it an instance where you broke down and, and you know, it just, you know, sometimes when something happens, you, your your dreams get crushed or whatever, whatever it is. So I've, mine's a real simple one, right? Okay. When I started drifting and doing competitions and tandems, I would I would get worried about certain cars and drivers. I'm like, man, I know he's good mm-hmm. and I know he's fast. And then I would screw up. Right. So it was so hard for me to get the mental block out of my head of, of their cars, of worrying about them doing their instead of focusing on me. Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest part of drifting for me was just the mental side to, mm-hmm. to change my brain around to right. just do what I need to do instead of worry about them so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. What about you, Tim? So the biggest hurdle would probably be around... 2011 or so we lost our home venue oh so the turner field place i talked about right, like right. we drove there drove there for years and it was i had been out of the places i'd been you know some south carolina stuff mm-hmm. we went to one in alabama but like that was the home track and it was in if you're not familiar like we're literally in downtown atlanta oh like you, you can are? okay we can see the capitol building we see the right, olympic okay. arches right off from this one parking lot and it was great right we had a great organization that was running it there and Southwise, or excuse me, uh, Southeast Drift Association, like everyone was like really fighting. And really, we they should have shut it down a year before, but they kept it going. I remember that. I remember yeah, that. Uh, Marcos yeah. Ruiz yeah, and Howard Smith and those guys, they were doing everything they could. Yeah. They, they kept it open. But when it shut down, I'm like, well, at that point, uh, Louis Garza was running some stuff. It was KMS was around back then, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was kind of yeah. the point where they were getting. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. a whole different right, subject. Right. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just garage the car, you know? So I took probably almost two years off mm-hmm. and 
they started like I track started coming around and started doing some stuff and some different organizations. And it was kind of funny because the two years I took off, there was such an advancement in drifting. Yes, I brought my car back. I'm like, this thing's outdated. Yeah, like I had like it was and who are all these people. Yeah, yeah. I, had, like, <laughs> I don't know anybody. I had a uh, it was a built SR by Sammy a Tiger Racing. He built it, made 350 wheel, but I had like rack spacers. And stock rear knuckles and like is that all the that. car you still have the red one yeah, yeah yeah so you so you know Sammy really well right oh really yeah well, I competed yeah. with Sam Sammy is freaking great and it was good to see him at Clutch Kickers this last he year he drives yeah. a lot at I Track yeah he, he drives a lot with us so how well do you know Will Couch then because isn't really well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Will's talking everything guy. he knows he, oh really <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I tell him that <laughs> man uh, I battled Will I think three times mm-hmm. and I think he had the same problem I had because every time he battled we battled I would win. Because of something he did, it was nothing that I did. Right, you know, it was he took, him, took it took himself out. Or I think one time he had a problem with his clutch, but it was like, you know, it was I saw that every time we battled, and I'm and I remember me doing that. Yeah, that's so. one thing that we see in drifting, especially in the competitive world. A lot of times, the consistency is what's going to carry mm-hmm. you through. You're going to have your guys that set the world on fire for one event, yeah. but then the next event they don't. Yeah. Even, they, you know they qualify way in the back and they don't. But that consistency. So that's yeah. good that you guys have that consistency. Um, yeah, but the now first year you, in that little series I told you about, I won the championship. I never won around. I did. I did really? all, all yeah. of my. I won third place every single time, and then that gave me the most points. Yeah, I think. I think we did what four rounds. Yeah, four rounds, and I think I got second twice and third once. And, yeah, points game. Point, yeah. It is. Point it is. Out. And I did. I did third place, and I was really getting frustrated. I was like, "Man, I would like to win something." <laughs> you win the whole season, and I did. And I was like, "All right, I'm good with that." Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So. All right. Um, I know you guys. Yeah, family looks like they're probably hungry. You want to get something to eat? And I, I know this was only supposed to be like. I mean, we can keep going. No, I no, mean this. This was good because uh, we talked about this on the on the TV show, which yeah. I don't even. That was God. almost two years ago. It was two years ago? Almost, yeah. It was a long time, and I remember talking about this, and now this is the first time I've been down to Florida. Yeah. So it's good we got together. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, I, I watch you know, I watch you guys through the you know the Instagrams and the Facebook and kind of say, oh, man, it's cool, and watch you guys progress, and yep. it's cool to see that. And now one thing that you got going for you now, both of you guys, because you're driving you know, a similar car, is that theme. And I think that's something that um, – needs to be seen more in drifting right that yeah. theme okay you have the sideways sheriff you got the lights going on and we talked about bringing new fans to drifting and that's what you're doing right absolutely you're bringing yeah. new fans into drifting and of course you got the whole theme and you could do local events i'm sure the cops probably love it they all I've, every single one i've talked to it really enjoys itself yeah yeah we we got paso like i said we did the drift week deal right so he's driving this car that looks like a cop car oh, up through the Northeast. That's, on the how road. did that work yeah. out for you? Uh, I had covers. I have uh, mom made uh, a cover that goes over the light that says "Not the Popo." <laughs> and then <laughs> good we, going, mom. Yeah, we got some magnets that go over the side that cover up the star in the, right. the part yeah. that says. So, so we're we're just mobbing like six or seven deep of all these hammer drift cars. They're super <laughs> loud. And knowing that how strict the, everything is up there, and there was a couple times the cops would just like come up and they were just like look over at us. And just take off. Yeah. Like, okay, these guys are just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, every time I drive it on the road, though, and I see a cop, like, I've had them follow me for a while, and they kind of pull up my tag or do whatever, but they haven't pulled me over, and no one's ever said anything, so. Yeah. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> Plastic. Oh, uh, you're done for now. <laughs> okay, so what, what I want you guys to do is just go ahead, give, Tim, start with you, go ahead, give your Instagram, whatever you want to promote, so... When we cut this up, we can make sure, or when people watch it, they know where to find you guys. Yeah, so I've got Instagram at best at the best damn shop around. 
Facebook page, obviously. I got a little YouTube channel. Trying to play with that a little bit. Which is? Best Damn Shop. Best Damn Shop around. There you go. So check us out. Um, Mine's pretty simple. Sideways Sheriff on all platforms, I think, except for Twitter. We've got Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. I do have a YouTube, but you know what? YouTube's not so much my style. Um, But then also uh, Last Minute Motorsports. That's our team we have. Uh, We use the word team very loosely. Well, how many people are in this team? (laughs) Like five? Five, I think. We had John Otani, Jace Kern. Us two. Us two. Yeah. And Andrew, if he ever finishes his car. Yeah, Andrew needs to finish his car. And then Logan, too. But, you know. Yeah. Just a bunch of goofballs. Yeah. Just having fun. It's it's basically just the four of us um, who drive now, mainly, um, who, you know, wait to the night before to work on their cars. Yeah. And now we all, like, when I'm in my Corvette and he's in his and our buddy has a Corvette and another Mustang, we all have very similar cars. Yeah. And we all try to, as a gentleman's rule, we all try to run about the same tire Mm -hmm. so that we can just, just the name of the game, just having fun and making close laps. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's for people to watch. Right, you see some people go out here and they take off, like they're trying to win, and then you see all of us together because that's what people want to see. You see four cars riding together; it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's the point, right? Yeah. And that's what um, Nick brought up in the drivers' meeting. He's like, yeah, "This is this is an exhibition. Mm-hmm. You know, get close to each other. Don't try to leave each other. Not trying to win practice. Not, yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't try to win practice. That's yeah. interesting. Well, hey, I thank you guys for giving yeah, man, me so much time. I'm flat, glad we finally got to yeah, catch up was good. and do this. And I uh, look forward to watching you guys, you know, grow. And hopefully we'll make it up to your neck of the woods next time. That'd be good. Yeah, come good on. Deal. All right. Sounds like a plan, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we got Alex. Is, I don't know if Alex left or if he's gone. Or Ben, what do you want to do? Um, we got to find him. But how, I don't even know how we're going to accomplish that with the fact that we the track is pitch black. Yeah. And he's zooming around, surfing all, all around. I don't oh, even he's know. on the one wheel. Yeah, yeah, he's on the one yeah, wheel. I, I saw him just a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Danny want to try to find him or not, or we could just because we got to be here, out of here by eight. Yeah, yeah we're we're there's some adult beverages calling our names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You want to call it, call it a night, or what do you think? Well, let's make an attempt to okay. get uh, Mr. Schlegel. Okay. Yeah, on here, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. All right, guys. Well, so we'll wait a bit. We're cool. gonna go eat dinner. Yeah, you go eat dinner. Um, what are you gonna? What, what are you gonna eat? Uh, Cuban, right? There's a Cuban, Cuban place? spot, maybe. I'm not gonna try uh, to say that. No, that's that's, fa- that's <laughs> fast food. That's fast food. That's All right, fast wait, food. Suggest, yeah. Okay. Uh, We're down. Well, there's like an El Azteca thing um, near us. Azteca is okay if you could find uh, Chewies. Chewies is pretty good. Chewies. Okay. They have, They make like their own tortillas. Chewies is pretty good. Um, man, I don't come up this way too often. Uh, but yeah, Poi Tropical is just like it's fast food. It's just like oh, Wendy's okay. or something like that down here. Oh, interesting. Um, but, I mean, if you guys are in a hurry, that's a good way. If you want to sit down and eat, um, there's some really good Mexican restaurants around here. If you can throw Chewies. Oh, Ben, you, what can, you think of it? I came to my mind one blank. You think of any places to mm-hmm. eat around here? No? I don't, I don't come here often, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I see. That. We'll find something. There's a, a lot of great Puerto Rican restaurants around here. So what I would do is get on Google and whatever you're into, Mexican restaurant near me, and then just do that. But Puerto Tropical, I mean, that's fast food. I mean, if that's what you guys like, but I'll, I would tell you, find a place <laughs> yeah, to sit. They find, all find, say no. Yeah, find us a Chewy's. Yeah, find Chewy's. Yeah, <laughs> is good. They make their own stuff there. <laughs> and, you know, we have everything else, Buffalo Wild Wings and all that stuff yeah. down. But we're, we're, I'm three hours down south, so we don't live up here. Right. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Thank all you, right. sir. Thank you. Tim, it was Thank great you, meeting brother. you. Look forward to seeing you guys. And have a safe trip home. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back here. Oh tomorrow. yeah, we'll be yeah. here all day tomorrow. So hopefully Diana can grab Alex, and then I guess me and Ben will just yeah. shoot the breeze for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. While we and wait, back. yeah, kill some time. All right, yeah. all right, guys. Be safe. See you tomorrow. Drive safe. 
So, Ben, what do you think about the event today? Well, first off, I don't even know how this is going to look. Wow, this is uh, pretty wild, just the uh, the image, but oh, whatever. We'll just roll oh, with you're it. talking about the lighting? Well, not just the lighting, but just the camera and the quality of it, but I mean, well, I mean we've got to make track. Yeah, we, yeah, it's uh, quite a unique experience, if I do say so myself, but yeah. Um, well, we see there, well, I have yet to see Schlegel, so let's quickly go over uh, the event so far and what we've experienced, but... Um, one of the things we want, we want to mention is that uh, NMRA is having their uh, 28th year. This is a 20th annual uh, NMRA um, event. Right. It's the 25th anniversary of the tour. So I'm assuming that I guess they started off, did an event for three years, the NMRA event, and then developed a tour 25 years ago. And then this, I'm assuming this is a newer addition bringing drifting in. Uh, to the event in the way of a uh, competition clutch drift invitational. Right. Did you find him? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on the way. Perfect. All right. Okay. All right. So we got Alex Schlegel. I don't know. You may pull the car closer. You think that'd be better? Uh, I'll have to make some adjustments. Uh, I'll figure it out. I'll wait for uh, Alex to get over here and then uh, want, I'll see want, what I need do to do. You want to move over one? Would that be better? Mm, no. No. Okay. This is just. Just wait a moment. Yeah. But, so, so please bear with us. Yeah, please. Um, but I do want to mention that it was it's it's been great to see uh, all of these stallions, if you want to call it, come on out. All and, those things except for one. Daniel Hoy is the only non-Mustang. Yeah, and, we, and one of the things we mentioned is he's like the black swan, the ugly duckling of the uh, event there so far. But it's just great to see come all on, of the different vehicles yep sorry to cut you off all right yeah we're already live so thank you hey guys just go ahead and throw a helm yeah. uh i mean i'm sorry um headset, like the headset on yes, sir. and um yeah but today's event was like tons of seat time for everybody so it's great to see everybody just get tons of seat time so anyhow not to cut you off ben but we got alex Lego here alex i've known you for decade or more oh yeah easily almost easily. Two, one and a half decades yeah i know each other for quite a while and um i think we first met at a kms event yes 2012 so it has been about wow, 10 years yeah yeah let me know oh she was <laughs> that's crazy so alex go ahead and tell everybody who you are and what you drive um my name is alex schlegel i drift a. oh sorry this camera yeah there you go <laughs> i drift a, a 240sx convertible uh with a procharged ls engine um I've competed in Formula Drift for a couple seasons now, and uh, I'm looking to return this season, and I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. We've got a new title sponsor we're announcing soon, so Good. I can't wait to show you guys a new livery. Yeah, we were talking about that. I actually got a peek of it, and we're not allowed to share, but I, I got it locked in. A definitely a different look. So, Alex, um, <clears throat> what got you started in the drift? This is a simple question, very generic question, sure. but what, what got you started in the drifting? Uh, when I was 16, my friend showed me these videos of people drifting in Japan. Uh, the videos, I believe, were called uh, Driftworks. Okay. Uh, and it was to music, and you know, it was just like random footage right. to you know, do do do, mm-hmm. you know, techno. And I just thought it looked like fun, so I, I had a rear-wheel drive car, Firebird. Uh, so Firebird, I went, really? Firebird that was, that was V6. Oh wow! I was very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I would try sliding around in that car. It was rear-wheel drive, uh, very limited steering angle, as you probably know. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know it was like a real motorsport. You know, I didn't know that it was there was such a thing even at the time as Formula Drift. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> I started playing games like uh, Forza Motorsport and Grid. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. On Xbox 360, I had the steering wheel controller, mm-hmm. and 
I got really good at those games and drifting in them, and I was kind of obsessed, and I thought, you know, if I could get good at a video game like this, why couldn't I do this in real life? Mm -hmm. So I took my first financial aid check uh, and bought my first 240 for $1,000. <laughs> $1,000 car. Check, really. Yeah, thanks, Books, Santa, Santa Fe uh, College, uh, Sally Mae. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that, you know, it was my first event was at Gainesville Raceway in 2009, and I was oh. actually working there. And I, everyone there thought I was crazy. I was obsessed with drifting, and they're like, oh, drifting's a fad and mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. But I was just excited that it came to my home track, right. and I got to do my first event there. Uh, and then I was obsessed after that. I had to find seat time anywhere I could. Right. So I'd go down to Bronson Speedway and tell them about drifting and be like, hey, can I come drift here? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, I guess, sure. You yeah, know. they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was. So, uh, you know, we started to see events at CFRC mm -hmm. and DeSoto, now uh, Freedom Factory. Right. Um, you know, and then it just started growing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I never stopped being obsessed. So, yeah, good yeah. deal, good deal. At what point? Did you decide you wanted to take it a little more serious and get competitive? Um, you know, I'd always wanted to do the V8 swap. That was always, like, the cool thing. Mike Speed was the first dude to make okay, it cool. Right, yeah. So I was like, man, I want to do that. I want a V8 240. And I saw Formula Drift was growing, and I, I had dreams of it. I went to Road Atlanta for my first FD event, mm -hmm. and I my mind was blown. I was like, oh, my God, I, I need to do this. Right. This, is, this, is, this is it. This is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, so I, you know committed to basically preparing a car for formula or for pro-am basically mm -hmm. uh and it started for grid life you know oh, okay. they, they, they told me hey if you can make your car look cool for grid life you're yeah. in okay the, my opportunity to shred road Atlanta. Yeah. yeah so i'm like max out the yeah, credit card done. let's go <laughs> uh so i you know got it done just the day you know the night before we finished the livery it was crazy mm. uh and i i cried when i first drove road Atlanta. i couldn't believe i was really there and that's when it was the american flag Graphic or when it was red, yeah, silver yeah, and black. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, and so after that, you know, I, I, I finally eventually blew up the LS uh, one that I had that was mm -hmm. making 350. Mm -hmm. So I um, essentially financed an LS2 with KSR, a good friend of mine, Kevin okay. Smith. Yeah, yeah, uh, he took good care of me and basically warranted the engine. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my friend Tommy built it, um, and it lasted five years. It, really? it blew up okay. at Irwindale after it was supercharged for half of its life on 10 wow. PSI. So it okay. was a stout engine. Right. Uh, but with that engine, I, I went to do Pro-Am. I basically crewed for myself. Uh, I ended up you know, winning uh, the round in Georgia, which mm -hmm. was double points round. That put me in a huge lead in the championship. Right. Um, and then I, I drove up to Ohio by myself, slept, slept in my trailer, changed wow. my tires between battles. And I ended up winning the championship by one point. Wow. Okay. And so I earned my my uh, Pro Two license, mm -hmm. but I really had no clue how on earth I would ever get a chance to run FD. I did yeah. not have the budget. Uh, thankfully, Drift HQ reached out to me and offered me a, a partnership, a, mm -hmm. a title partnership, to to basically uh, take care of almost everything for me. Really? Okay. Uh, so that was huge. So I got to got to go out and uh, and compete in 2019. And that's when the car changed to green. That's when it was painted green, mm -hmm. uh, you know, supercharged, rear radiator, fuel cell, completely different animal. Mm -hmm. And that was when Pro 2 only had top 16. So we had like 30 plus cars battling for 16, 16 spots. spots. Yeah, it's rough. And every round I went out there and gave it my all, I didn't get much practice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like my scores were judged kind of harshly. Okay. But, you know, that's drifting. It's subjective. Yeah. Uh, so I... At no point during that first season did I actually qualify. In fact, the last round I missed it by one point. Wow! Uh, which was, you know, heartbreaking. But yeah. uh, 
the next year we had the pandemic. Uh, I ended up doing clutch kickers and almost right. won a round. I got fourth. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. And then I returned to FD for 2021. Okay. And I did qualify every round then. We had top 32, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had much better results. Okay. Um, so I, I was finally getting comfortable competing at that level. Right. Um, but at the end of that last season, uh, my sponsorship with Drift HQ ended, and I blew up the engine at Irwindale right before Top 32 battles right. in practice. Okay. Uh, at the top of the bank, pow, that was it. Wow, okay. So uh, so since then, you know, I got married, we bought a house, uh, I've been focusing on my real estate career, Okay. and, and now, you know, I'm, I'm planning my comeback. I've been working on my comeback. Yeah. So it's it's all in the works now. Okay, so let me ask you something. Um, we got reached out by... Um, 717 yep and that's actually who i'm here with right now oh yeah yeah oh, good deal so tell me about them like how did you get linked up with them um you know it's it's kind of a cool story um it, i i i met him i'm trying to remember exactly how i met him mm-hmm. i think it was at uh catch my drift okay uh if i'm not mistaken but we were instantly friends. Like, I, it's just one of those people you just click with and, wow. and you know, uh, like, instantly knew, like, we were going to be buds. And, right. you know, we, we get along really well and we have so much fun creating content together. Okay. And, uh, he's been super supportive and helpful and we've created already a ton of great content together. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, you know, we're out here this weekend yeah. having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can't, I talked to you earlier and one of the things you said to me, you're like, dude, I'm like, I'm cloud nine because... You haven't been around. You haven't been to a drift event. No, no. And it's, it's usually torture for me to come out to these things and spectate. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's good to be back. Like, and uh, people are like, get in my car. And I'm like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're like, drive my car. I'm like, yeah. They're even better. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm having a blast. And just seeing the cars driving and the smoke and the sounds, it just, it's, it does it for me. Like, I was, yeah. at a, I was at an event at the firm last weekend watching road racing. Okay. And it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but that's just, something you have to drive. And it's still like even then it's just it's not drifting. Rally's right. not drifting. No. Drag racing's not drifting. Drifting is my truest passion, mm-hmm. and I, I it becomes more and more clear when I come to these events. Right. It just reminds me like my soul feels full yeah. again when yeah. I, it recharges me. Well, hopefully that causes you to come out because a lot of people do you know do know you. Yeah. So you're not really coming out as a regular spectator. That's true. I you guess. Know, yeah. That's and, true. And, and I understand where you're from because it's a tease. <laughs> I'd rather be instead of uh, commentating on stuff. I'd much rather be in line driving. Absolutely, um, but there'll be a time for that. Right now, what I enjoy is is it's like almost I got to the point where I'll take whatever I can get. And if if and if um, coming here to do commentating or announcing um, allows me to see you guys because I don't ever you, you have family. We got yeah. stuff we do on the side. It's like the only time I ever get to see the people that I, I enjoy hanging out with is when me and Ben get together at my house every week and, and my brother, or when I'm at these events. Exactly. It really is the only time I get to see my friends, you know? Um, otherwise, I'm working, working on the car, doing family stuff. Exactly. And that's what we do. So let me ask you something. Um, and, and, and I'm like kind of like asking everybody this. And sure. again, it's kind of like, you know, a typical question, but drifting has evolved since we started. Right? Oh, my Has God. changed a lot, not only in just um, the level of vehicles, um, how quickly people seem to progress by using sim rigs and whatnot. Oh yeah. But um, where do you see drifting going, or where do you feel drifting needs to go to get to the next level by building a fan base? Like some people talk about monster trucks. They went from racing monster truck to now it's more of an, a show. 
you know, this sounds probably crazy, but I, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that there may be some kind of spec chassis eventually coming, kind of like, okay. you know, yeah. NASCAR, where, you know, it's not like a Nissan or a Toyota. It's just a, this is the specs, right. build this chassis. These are the components you get. Right. And they're all the same, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, and that way, is, there's no real mechanical advantage. It's fully driver focused driver. on driver versus driver. Okay. Uh, you know, that would be expensive, most likely. Right. But, but it'd have to be its own sponsored series. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I feel like that could be the next progression. Okay. I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably the cool part about drifting is, one of the cool parts, is that you know this it's semi-attainable because it's normal cars mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, right. I was just drifting Miles' car. We come off the track and turn on the AC. Right. It was excellent. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my. You yeah. know, like, yeah. that was it. You know, I'm like, oh, man, this is cool. Like, you can drive the car home, you know, right. if you want to. Um but, and it rips. And it rips. Yeah, it's a fantastic car. Um, you know, my pro car, it's tagged and insured, but like I wouldn't want to drive it home. You know, it has a fuel cell and right. straight cut gears. Yeah, it's yeah. obnoxious. Uh, but you know, it's it's relevant to a lot of people because there's these cars that people like mm-hmm. that are competing in mm-hmm. engines that they like. Right. And there's such a variety of stuff. So that is one of the draws of drifting. Okay. So I'm not quite sure if a spec series would appeal to spectators as much. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. But I feel like that would heavily balance competition. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think that drifting is growing a lot. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the, the, the amount of following and the, the attention it gets, uh, it's it's supposedly the most... Uh, most engaged by social media motorsport in the really? country, according to Formula Drift's, uh, you know, deck that we use. Right. Um, you know, there's there's millions of people worldwide tuning into these events, yeah. so it's it's growing crazy. Yeah. No, um, we see it out here with just what Tommy has been able to do with OSW, providing those consistent events. Back when we were starting, it would have over- oversaturated and yeah, killed the absolutely. scene. And I think at one point they had that problem, like I nobody remember. was showing up. But now it's at the point where I, I mean, they do private days. I don't I think it's months booked out with a private day. Like, Always. It's insane. Constant, yeah. It's insane, which is great. And it's good to see that scene growing, especially in, in, in Orlando and in Florida. I think the drift scene in Florida in the last two years has evolved into tremendous with, with Adam LZ and um, me, I, I freaking I can't think of his name. Taylor Ray. Taylor Ray, you know, coming down here with their following. Yeah. And um, it's created a, an awareness of the sport. That has bridged that gap I mean, between other motorsports, such like this event, right? You got people that probably would never come to a drift event. They're going to be here tomorrow. Absolutely. Come see events, and um, that's exciting. Uh, let me ask you this. In your drifting career, when what would you say was the most difficult obstacle you had to overcome, and how did you overcome it? Most difficult obstacle. Hmm. Or a situation like a time where you were just you felt like you were beat down and – Overcame it. Um, well, you've had a lot of moments, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's a lot, man. Yeah. I mean, I I just sh- it, there there's so many, and you kind of get used to to feeling these obstacles in front of you and knowing like, well, I've gotten through all these other ones. I can get through this one too. Right. And, and you okay. tell yourself that, and it's it gives you a sense of uh, empowerment. Okay. And you're able to push through and figure it out. You okay. Know, there's always obstacles in life and not just drifting you know um the the point is is that you never give up yeah you have to you have to keep that focus even when you're tired even when you're worried even when you feel low you you keep trying keep pushing no matter what the cost okay so i guess that kind of answers my next question which was going to be what advice would you give somebody that's 
striving to compete, be competitive on a pro level. Stay obsessed. Stay obsessed. Always, never stop. Mm, okay. I mean, I, you can take breaks. You know, you can step back for a little while, and that's okay. Mm. But if you're truly obsessed, success will eventually come. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we see a lot of success success stories out there. Um, I know we're kind of running a little a limited on time, but um, before you go, um, are you doing YouTube or are you doing anything as far as um, promotion for your your um, your program? Absolutely. Uh, so I do YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and I even made my own website. Uh, okay. It's com. Simple. Uh, and it you know kind of covers like who I am. So okay. I'm not just a pro drifter. I'm also a Florida realtor. Right. I'm a gamer. Right. I'm a cat daddy. I have four cats. Oh. I was like, what is cat daddy? Is that like a dance? Yeah. Is that like a dance? Yeah, four of them. Meow. 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 Believe it or not, well, also, you know, I'm, I, um, besides gaming, I'm also into like one wheel and crazy carts, all these other yes. fun things. But uh, interestingly, I've got feedback on Facebook about my website and everyone wanted more stuff with the cats. They're like, we need more cat content. So hey, I had yes, to make a special page you just for the cats. You should probably make a YouTube channel just around cats and that'll <laughs> fund your program. <laughs> I should I should send my deck to uh, to like some cat. I, yeah, I, only, I, cats. I, only cats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what you should do. Get lifey cameras that people can tap in anytime. And see, just my, watch, see my hams just, just hanging out. Watch them throw I'm up in the living room. You, people, I, I just gave you yeah, you're funny. You're, you're going to have a rig. FD is have, funded. FD is, you're going to have a pay crew. RTR ain't getting nothing on Alex Schlegel with his cat. <laughs> we have the unlimited budget this season, boys. <laughs> Holy cats. That's what funny. Yes. All right, Alex. Well, I want to thank you for coming. My I wish pleasure, we had a little more brother. time. Maybe we'll, oh, we'll probably pleasure. have you back on again when we're back in my yeah. garage or something like that. But I at least we that. got to catch up today. Yeah, I'm glad. Surprise. I was not expecting to see you today. I, it was a surprise to me, too, man. This is very improvised. So. Yes. Hey, it's fun. That's what we like to do. All right. I guess uh, we're signing off, Ben? Yes, sir. All right. Sounds awesome. like a plan. Thanks, guys, for watching. Thank you, guys. And uh, come back here tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. OSW. It's Von Kitten Jr. is going to be out here. Denofa. Chelsea Denofa is going to be out here. They're supposed to have a monster truck out here. Kelsey's coming. Kelsey's coming. Yeah. Oh, we're wondering about Kelsey yeah, yeah. because she has that coyote power. Um, so it's going to be exciting. Tomorrow's the day you need to be at OSW. NMRA. Shout out to Nick Swan and, and Holly Performance for just bringing us out here. And, of course, it is oh, the mosquitoes. Competition Clutch yeah, it's Drift Invitational brought to you by Nitto Tires. Thank you, guys. See you soon.